Welcome back to the Son of Sam Chronicles. I'm Rocker Mike, Rob Rossi to my right, and we have called an auto back after a little bit of a hiatus for a few months. Also, Howie Edelson, uh, you might remember him from the uh, Son of Sam Chronicles we did on the, the, uh, on the Brooklyn shooting in Bensonhurst. Uh, he brought some great insight to that. And uh, today's episode is special. Uh, we're going to be calling it uh, Tying Up Loose Ends. And that's pretty much what we're going to be doing here. Um, we're going to be recapping a few things. Carl wants to talk about the two visits that he had with David Berkowitz. And we're going to be talking about some other things that maybe people get wrong and sell some, some mistakes and misinformation out there. So, Carl, welcome back. Nice to be back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been... But a four-month, uh, four-month. I, I think it's been about six months. Six I think, months. I think May was the last time you were on. Yeah. Yeah. I know you've been busy traveling and doing quite a few things. Yeah, it's great being retired. Yeah, I hear, <laughs> I hear you, man. I, re I during the Son of Sam Chronicle series, we I, I retired in that time too. So yeah. it was, you know, it's yeah. great. You know, but um, you you expressed to me that you, you wanted to clear up some stuff about the two visits that you that you had with Berkowitz. So. We're in the middle of November right now, and it's actually the two-year anniversary of the first time right. that you ever saw right. him, and it was the first time that any Son of Sam survivor ever met Berkowitz since he's been in jail. That's okay. That's yeah. Yeah, that's it's the very, only time. Very yeah. true. Yeah. So we did a show, I don't know, I guess about a year and a half ago. Yeah. On my first visit, and um, I think I covered it fairly well, but uh, talking to Howie couple of months ago, um, I realized that, uh, you know, with no pen and paper, no recorder, a three and a half hour visit, um, a lot of stuff kind of fell through the cracks that I didn't even mention because right. uh, I forgot. Um, talking to Howie a couple of months ago, he started bringing up some, uh, some funny stories, um, but also some, some interesting facts uh, uh, questioning uh, uh, David Berkowitz. And um, we kind of, Howie and I kind of took turns um, uh, shooting questions at Barkowitz. Um, so, uh, so Howie's got really good insight, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to him, and I'll fill in when, when uh, need be. But take it away, Howie. The thing, what I was saying to you guys before was, you know, going anywhere with Carl. You're going to have fun, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, whether yeah, you're in a bar, at a, a gig, character. you know, we do a lot of stuff together, and it's... So, to find ourselves at a prison, you know, when, when we got there, we were, remember, we were taking pictures outside, right. and they had to come and say, you, you can't do that. It's like, outside <laughs> I'm in trouble already. <laughs> you know? You didn't go in yet. <laughs> so, we go in, um, <clears throat> and... and one of the reasons I was there was I had uh, lived in Co-op City when I was young, all throughout the Son of Sam, right. until right after. Um, I had seen Berkowitz. He was someone who was part of the community. Not, you know, he wasn't the green grocer or anything. But you you were was, a young kid. I was a young kid, but right. the thing is with, uh, with Co-op City was, it was this heavy Jewish-Italian mix. mix of really loud social people. 
So wherever you went, you knew that guy. You knew you you just by seeing them, you knew them. Sure. Um, he was around a lot because he lived. We lived in the townhouses. He lived a building over here. My grandparents were over here. Now I never, you know, while researching everything, I never understood why would he be there during the years when I would have seen him. A, he drove a co-op city taxi cab. He worked for them. And he, and he worked for them. And he had uh, a grandmother and an aunt and an uncle there. The father was gone. So I was able, so going to the prison and talking with him, I was able to bring that up. We were able to talk about share, even though we were, you know, yeah. 20, a 20 year difference or whatever, we were able to talk about the same places, talk about wedging, you know, just a, you know, where we get our subs, stuff like record stores, stuff like that. And it was a way to make him feel maybe at ease talking to you guys. Make him feel human. Yeah. You know? Well, I, yeah. yeah, I learned how we actually brought him, um, a couple books on the on the Bronx. On the Bronx, yeah. And um, it, uh, Howard, uh, Howard probably won't say this, but another reason, besides being friends with Howie, um, another reason why I wanted Howie to go with us, um, but because uh, he's an he's a, he's a, a rock and roll um, journalist. Journalist, yeah. So yeah. he he knows how to interview people, and um, I anticipated uh, getting stuck. Uh, you know, either just like running out of questions or being overwhelmed by some of the answers. Right. So how was kind of like my safety net, um, and uh, and it, it worked. I think it worked out well. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. What was the first thing when you first saw him? What was the first thing on you guys' mind? Like you finally <laughs> there. What was the first thing you guys were thinking? Well, we got led into. First of all, it's insane. The whole, the, this, the whole is, this is the first yeah. funny story is, <laughs> you know, you fill out all the questionnaires yeah. and you're putting stuff in, in you know, your, your lock boxes. And, and we're there with families. Like, it gets heavy real yeah. quick. Like, there are people going in to see their loved ones. It's, yeah. it's fucked up. It's not, it's you know. And it was kids there, too. And it was kids. kids it was, you know. Yeah. Sure. So they say to Carl, they said, who are you here to see? <laughs> and he gets all you know for once Carl gets all shy and embarrassed and he goes he goes they go who? <laughs> he's embarrassed to say it out loud <laughs> David Berkowitz <laughs> and they go oh Dave you're gonna see Dave like you know but just the way he got all shy it was just all, so so we bullshitted with with the, uh, with the with that front desk. Yeah. But then you go in, and it's a series. It's like Get Smart. Yeah. Remember the beginning of Get yeah. Smart? Different it's doors. That, it's doors. that yeah. and yeah. it's you wait 10 seconds, it locks. Right. You wait, and, and it's this whole thing. So yeah. you're there with Carl, and it's like, all of a sudden, it's like it's really starting to... Because you're in a municipal <coughs> space. It feels yeah. like a municipal space. But... Where if you were in just like someplace in Queens, it would have a a, a job fair ad yeah. or, you know, a kid sign up for something. There's nothing on no. the walls. And there's a cold breeze. Oh, yeah. They're not worried about heat in this place. No. And we walk in and it's a packed, it looks like a lunchroom, but it has these wooden table, this one wooden table that's like intestines throughout the whole thing. And we were like, 
how the fuck are we going to get him to talk about anything? Because people are closer than this. Is there like a divider between people? No. No, no, no. no. Okay. okay. And, and we were like... Doing, this was doing uh, the COVID. It was. Yeah, it was. COVID, yeah. And people were wearing masks. <coughs> we weren't wearing masks. No. Um, Berkowitz was wearing a mask um, that he kept taking down, which I yeah. didn't understand. But, but uh, so we saw this fire. table and we were like, we're <laughs> fucked. We're not going to get anything because he's going to be, you Shy. know... Yeah. I wouldn't want to talk. But then they go, no, 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 come in this. There's a whole other open room where when you see these modern uh, interviews with Berkowitz, where you see it's like a half gray wall and, you know, mm-hmm. it's in there. It's like this empty lunchroom. There's a guard and it looks like a, a police um, precinct, you know, desk. And yeah, our, our pie. Right. So, and it's him. He's behind us. We don't see him there. And he's got his hands... On a desk, like, you see, boss, you know, like, and the guard that let us in had to be, like, 23. And Berkowitz is shrunken over, hands on the tables, like, showing, and completely institutionalized. It reminded me of the one from Shawshank, the librarian. Mm. Okay, gotcha. He's um, <clears throat> I, he's not, not a broken guy, but he's, it was, like, in a real respectful to the... Yeah. This guard who could be sure. his great grandson. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So, um, so we're there, and Trish is there, and she, from the get go, was there just for support. Trish is called girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And but she made it very clear from her body language and everything. I think. You're evil, and I think you're a piece of shit. And I'm not going to touch it. And he probably picked up on it. Absolutely. First of all, I think he was a little unnerved that there was a woman. I don't think he's spent a lot of time with women at a table. Yeah, not lately. But Carl was there, and Carl was a formidable um, vision. He's wearing this leather jacket that cost a few bucks. He's happy, he's good, he's tall, this other man. And Berkowitz... um, there was none of this son of hope shit. That wasn't how he started off. He like made this kind of plea in front of Carl. He said, I've ruined my life. I've burned every bridge with every relative. Um, just this whole spiel, really emotional. Did he just start um, like that? Started oh. like before okay. we, cause he, like, we didn't well, know how to... Before we shook hands? Well, the thing was, it was like, he goes, he gives a shake, and he and Carl end up hugging. Okay. And... It was just... It, it just was happened. just... A, it just and, but I was just like, I'm not... You know, like, I'm going to hug my kids when I get home. I don't want that on me. <laughs> no, like, I just... Yeah, you know, whatever. Like, I'll, yeah, sit, yeah, I'll sit and fucking walk with you for eight hours. So, but, tri- yeah, and, tri- <laughs> Trish, and Trish was just like... Yeah. Like so that, th- yeah. this is... This is um, like a lunch table, a six foot, six But wait, foot wait, before, before we get there, right. he gives this thing, and he just, the thing that hit home, where I, I believe this guy, until he lies, I believe this guy. Everything that he's, Well, we know, you know he does, yeah. And he definitely lied multiple times. And he just lays down this whole thing, and Carl's getting emotional, I'm just like, holy shit, this is fucking real. And Berkowitz is just like, I've ruined my life, I've ruined every... That was the thing he said, I've ruined every life, every life I've touched. 
I've ruined. Wow. And he goes, I'm just so embarrassed. I'm just so embarrassed to did stand it, did here. Did it seem sincere? It really did. Yeah. And it really yeah. seemed as though he had been thinking about it and this and he had been, you know, he was like, I've been praying on this, you know, and, and but it was, it was, it was heavy. And Carl was like, okay, let's, let's move forward. And we sat at this lunch table and I wasn't this close to him, but I was pretty close. And Carl was just as close. And Trisha was just the other end of the table, <laughs> wearing a crucifix, I think. Yeah. You know, to be like, yeah. hey, hey, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. FYI, that's, that's Trish. <laughs> you know, it was there was no bullshit from her. There was no like me, me and Carl couldn't help but you know, it's well, always shits and giggles. Well, they were yeah, fucking so around and shit. Just kind of like to, you know, I think it was right after his little little speech. Um, it was, I guess, time, you know, so I st- he stuck his hand out, and um, it was just kind of a, a weird, I stuck my hand out, shook his hand, and, I, could you do and I, I hugged him, and I could feel, on the, I could feel Trish yeah, staring at me from, happy. from the back, she's like, you know, later on, she said, what, you know, what, the, what the fuck were you thinking, I said, I don't know, I just did it, you know. Wow. But uh, it, it it's certainly like it's what you do. It's what you do. <laughs> Somebody you hugs do. you, hug about. Yeah. So, but it was. I guess. Worry about it later. Yeah, but I. But I, in you know retrospect, it was actually probably a good thing because I think it really kind of broke the ice because uh, we right. were all. I mean, I can't speak for Howie or, or, or I can speak for Trish because she was just like like Howie said she was there for for my support. She had no interest in, you know. Delving in, or, yeah, you know. she wasn't asking him any questions. Yeah. I mean, she did later on. She did him. ask a few questions, but oh, yeah. uh, but her her main her main deal was uh, support for me. Yeah. Um, but um, I you know I, I was nervous, and you could see that Barkowitz was definitely nervous. So and w- with the eyes, this is the thing. I was sitting with my back to the whole rest of the room. Right. I thought it was empty for the whole because I was so ensconced right. with Carl yeah. and Berkowitz. Yeah. I mean, it's like. If you told the five-year-old me, this is this is going to be yeah. in your future, I would have lost my fucking mind. Right. So, but the whole time, Berkowitz says, these eyes are going like an outlet everywhere. He's looking at everything. Who's walking in? Who's everything? I thought, you know, he was just an old man. But Carl was like, you know, people were like looking and pointing. Remember, like, yeah. you, you, what were you saying about the, uh, yeah, well, the other convicts? When we, when we first... Walked into this smaller room. I thought we were getting like a private because it's Berkowitz, you know, yeah, yeah. celebrity prisoner. I thought we were getting like a private room um, because when we walked in, it was just David standing at the edge of the table with his hands on the table. Uh, Trish walked to the other end of the six foot table. Howie on that side, me on this side. Right. Within, I don't even know, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, the room had filled up. I mean, it wasn't packed, but. Uh, there was people at there every were times, table. Remember where he would be like, "Let's lower, uh, yeah, yeah, let's lower our right." So, and, and then I started watching, like how we'd be, you know, talking. When the conversation got a little bit heavy, how we would kind of bring it back and just start talking about um, the Bronx and you know things that Berkowitz might remember from his childhood. Excuse me. Um, so during during those periods, I I would look out, yeah, and and you could see it's like. 
you know, a prisoner going to slavery under that point. So, you know, they, it was they probably, like somebody must have said, hey, that's called that, an RO. That's, right, that's that's I don't know if they knew. I think it's Some, more. Somebody picked up. I the convicts are saying that yeah. they're ROs. You know who that is? That's oh, yeah, that's Berkowitz. No, yeah. no, no, but they, they say, yeah, that's Berkowitz. But somebody probably knew it was you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I, I would like to think I'm not famous, but Dude, I don't Berkowitz think Well, you know, if somebody was familiar with the case and saw the name. I mean, yeah. It was, you know, rough, that's it was like, a rough crowd. That's like okay. us being in a, in a lunch and David Justice walking. That's David Justice. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. And going, no, the criminal, that's like, yo, it's David Berkeley. You know what that guy did? And they yeah, start yeah. talking. That's right. Right. I mean, Berkowitz at this point looks like Ziggy. Remember yeah. Ziggy the cartoon? Yeah. That's Ziggy, what it's like. And then this is another thing that was fucking hysterical. Oh, okay, Ziggy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's <laughs> just like... So he's wearing. We pictured it would be like how you see him in the green outfit in the or prison the orange, clothes. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing these Kelly green sweats, okay, and a Joker purple oversized golf shirt. Wow! So he looks like a bald Joker. So. <laughs> we're talking and, and we're, to, we're we're getting acquainted and everything. And Carl, this is the funniest fucking thing. Carl goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. He goes I, I got, I gotta ask, what's going on with this outfit? <laughs> he goes, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I gotta ask, what's going on with this outfit? <laughs> so, so David, did he, did he laugh? So David yeah. totally, totally m- misinterpreted what I was saying. I was like, what the fuck is this yeah. outfit? Was what I really wanted to say. Yeah. And he thought I was talking about why aren't you dressed in prison garb? I was really talking oh, about oh. How, how could you possibly wear this like, green and purple this, outfit? This, this purple this shirt so I wouldn't absurd. watch my car with, you know. <laughs> but he was like, oh no, when we have visitors, we're allowed to uh, wear our own clothes. Yes. And I'm like, I'm going to buy you a shirt. I'm going to buy you a new shirt. shirt. Yeah, but it was just so bizarre to see him. But just the way he was just like, I, I got it. Well, what's going on with this outfit? Yeah. <laughs> the outfit. I was like, you know. But but that must be just from, I mean, from years of being incarcerated. You probably lost some you know, yeah. sense of like humor. Oh guy. yeah, he's uh, a, like an orthopedic old guy. He's got a tumor. Yeah, yeah he's got a fucking tumor yeah. the size oh, yeah. of a grapefruit. Oh, is that it's like a yeah. What, what do they call it? Goiter. A goiter. It's like a goiter. This big yeah. Blum, yeah. 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 I think they take it off. Yeah. But but you know, Joe Murray. We we were talking about, you know, he and he was very open and honest. And because we were talking about, you know, co-op and stuff like that, um, I just kind of slid in the Michelle Foreman attack. And I said... Now, Michelle Foreman, just before you talk about it, was the, the stabbing incident, right? Mm-hmm. In, in the 19th, on the overpass. On the overpass, what was that, 75? I think that it was Christmas, seven, Christmas Eve, 75. Right. I, I think that week. And she was a teenager. She was a teenager. And just to give a little, you know, a, a little side story on that, according to, I don't know where I read it, I don't know where I derived this from, but that she was like a bus girl at Pizza and Brew on Central Avenue in Yonkers. In Yonkers. Which is 100, 200 feet from Candlelight Inn. Okay. Not far from. But I've also heard that Pizza and Brew, which I used to go to as a kid all the time, was 
a cult hangout. Mm -hmm. It was great food. The inside was like subway cars. You'd be in the the restaurant and stuff. That's where where I heard that she got dropped off. That's why she was on the overpass coming. Uh, and I was just talking to him about Wetsons or something. I was mentioning. I was like, I was like, oh, that. I, and I said it like so slid it in, just like I would with a rock interview. I go, I go, oh, that was right by the overpass where the Michelle Foreman attack was. And what did he and, say? and he goes, Michelle Foreman. I was like the attack with the knife. He goes, he goes, oh. Exactly like this. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I admitted to that. And I go, yeah. And he goes, the other one. But, like, I admitted to that. Like, let's put yeah, that aside. Okay. He goes, but the other one of the older woman. He goes, I never did that. And they, they which still case accuse was, Which case was That was the older Spanish woman. Right. right. I forgot about that. That okay. he supposedly stabbed in the back. Back, yeah. And she never reported it, but somehow... But he's saying they, they pinned that on and him. He, and he, but he was adamant. He wanted me to know that yeah. wasn't him. But Michelle, yeah, that was... Yeah, that That's was, okay. Yeah. It was so... So I was like, okay. So now we know what it's like when he's being honest. You know, he was never charged for that. No. And let's also, it's very important, Carl was able to get in to Berkowitz twice on a technicality. Because Carl, I don't think Berkowitz was ever charged for attempted murder. Of Carl, no. No. Right. We found that out. Actually, I found that out the night before. Um, I was just looking up uh, on the internet, went to the... uh, New York State Prison website, just to see like what, you know, what what the rules and regulations, what I shouldn't do, you know, and uh, lo and behold, it says uh, something to the effect that um, if you're um, if you're a victim, you you're not allowed to visit your assailant. Yeah. So I'm like, I hope this isn't a problem because you know everything was all set up. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're driving up there. It's a two and a half hour drive, and I. I said, well, you know, I'm gonna. Trish, it might be, it might waste be a waste of time. Of, a waste yeah. of time. But I'm, I wasn't gonna. I didn't tell her um, that we might not get in. But um, that's how we said. I guess it's a technicality because he's in jail for six murders and one attempted murder, which is Robert Violante. Yeah, not you. Not me. And and so, Rosemary's family never filed suit for destruction of property. Uh, not that I mean, that I'm car aware. was totaled, wasn't it? No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't totaled. I mean, there's, there's, there's pictures. There's in, pictures. In, there's yeah, pictures in my book. I, uh, to be honest with you, I, I thought the, um, I thought the windshield and the passenger side window was blown out when Rosemary's sister gave me the pictures, mm-hmm. like four years ago now. Um, as far as I saw them. I realized that I could see the uh, inspection sticker. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, the windshield, the back window wasn't shot out because there was a decal. The bullets mm-hmm. on the... on the. So uh, the right. only window that was actually shot the out roof. was the passenger side. Right. Um, yeah, so... That wouldn't totally call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I believe her dad, I, I don't know this because I, I was in a hospital, but I I know I know um, a bartender, um, Mike McNally, Called her father up and um, said, "You know, you better better come. There's been an incident." And what he said, well, he goes, "I don't think the car is drivable, but uh, obviously the car was drivable because 
she drove it from the Jersey side back back to Bex. But uh, this is all for me secondhand. Um, I mean, I spoke to the bartender. He actually lives 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 in this town. I see him all the time. Um, but uh, you know, everyone everyone's memory fades, and you take you know. He was bartending forty seven years ago, and uh, you know. He, uh, I don't, I'm not even sure if he realized what happened because I came into the bar, I sat down, and then my friends took me out. So unless you were watching the front door, you wouldn't even know I showed up. And the reason I'm bringing the reason I'm bringing this up is, uh, you know, some people out there in uh, true crime world um, uh, have claimed that I never even went back to the bar because no one saw me. Well, that's that's not true. Probably a lot of people didn't see me because uh, the, when we left, the bar was fairly crowded. Um, it's an old man's bar, but on you know Friday and Saturday night, they actually had a doorman and two bartenders, just to give you an idea of, of you know the kind of you know yeah. the kind of crowd. Because we would get packed so, on the weekend. It was mostly an old man bar during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a little younger crowd at night, maybe. Yeah, that type of thing. But it was it was never like well. Put 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 that's like yeah. international. Yeah. It's, a, it's an old man's bar in the daytime. Right. And, and then at the night, seven o'clock, the old men fade away. Yeah. And the young, a totally the young different crowd. Totally yeah. different crowd. Well, so, the, the, anyway, I, I, so I went on. <laughs> what, what Carl asked him, you know, and this was, this was, you know, we were starting off and we're getting to know each other a little. And it was, you had the feeling we're going to be here a long time. And right. he's going to be, he's got nowhere to go. <laughs> you know, it's all he's got. <laughs> belong to do <laughs> and Carl said um, like he kind of like laid it out he goes he goes Dave you need to know he goes I'm a busy person with a full life he said I don't need any new friends I'm not here because I don't have friends I'm here for answers uh, like that's why we're here. This is why and this is he, happening. How did he take that? And he was just like, yeah, he, it was subservient. He was, yeah. Yeah. you know, kind of like that. And kind of not like... only that, like, like how I am. Like he was a lot smaller than Carl. Yeah. And he was, you know, down. But it's, you know, like a trapped rat. And so Carl's like, I'm here for answers. And he was like, okay, okay. And, and this was the, you know, the constantly, and when. We would be talking about whatever, attacks or this or that. We didn't go into the other, uh, besides Michelle Foreman, we didn't go to any of the other um, crimes, as he calls them. He never calls them murders or he calls them crimes. But he would be asking the question, you could do this. So Carl says to him, he goes, I got to ask you, you found us at whatever street it was. 159. 159th. He goes, how did you do it? He goes, did you follow, did, 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 did you guys, or however he phrased it, follow us from Pax? How did you know we were going to be there? And Berkowitz goes, I was just, because it's like, he doesn't know which narrative he's got to answer first. Answer, yeah. like, uh, do I do that it was us or we? They know it's an us, but do I answer we? Like, uh, he doesn't want to out himself. Yeah. So he goes, I, uh. I was I was just driving around and 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 I saw you guys and Carl goes you're lying <laughs> and Burke was I said well what I saw was I said you're lying and I said you know 15 blocks away is Main Street I said you could have picked off anyone 
No, I mean even yeah. if, even at You're three like in the morning, dozens of couples. I said yeah. there's there's a ton of people that is bar there's there's a bar in the corner of Maine and Roosevelt that's open twenty four hours, mm-hmm. um, the the clam bar. Clam. Uh, you know, um, I said so that that doesn't make sense. And then you would he goes yeah, 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 put his head down. Yeah, sorry. sorry. This, but when he's talking about and he talks about and he closes his eyes and it's just this. Like like this this sorrow and like it's a like, frustration or like a sorrow. No, well, like almost a, like I gotta do this kind of act. Like, like it's so painful for me. Oh, I see. To like go he's, back like, he, like, there. He, like he's faking. I, I think it's he's learned like you gotta show you you gotta show your 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 remorse your remorse your your yeah. your, your penance for it. It, it, it. This and it's like. It's like when you're talking to you know Apple Care and they're like, "Thank you so much, Howie, for the." And it's like, "Stop fucking thanking me! Yeah, okay. <laughs> Stop fucking thanking me!" I got you. I got you. Just you know, yeah, yeah. it's like just or just like thank you for answering that. Right. It's like with him. It's like stop doing that. We know you're sorry or whatever. Yeah. We're not. Just tell it like. It yeah, is. I'm not yeah. Channel Eleven. You know. <laughs> yeah. Cut the shit. So, so we're talking about this, and he got so he's. But he doesn't give a an answer um, as far as now. I know the second trip he admitted to the house. Yeah, we'll we'll, 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 get, into we'll that. get to that. But he, so, but he did say something though, right? Related. What to he it. said was, "I said so." It's getting tense. So Carl has said, "You're lying," so and he catches him, and I don't think. He, when he was dealing with Maury, when he was dealing with whoever, no one, him out, no one was ever, and wow. no one really had the right. You know what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. a cop, you know, but cops weren't saying you're victim, lying. They're saying, you know, would have the right. but it's him, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, and remember when I was like, I was like, oh, you got to tell him all this shit, like, you can't see your peripheral vision. Right. you got to tell him about, that was another thing where Carl started off, and he goes, you know, because I had coached him, I was just like, "You got to lay this on shit." Like, like you're both victims of this thing. Yeah. And yeah. and so Carl was saying, he goes, "You know, when I, you know, I bump in for years, I, you know, I would bruise up because I would be bumping in. I don't have peripheral vision, you know, on my is it, is it your right, right side, yeah, on my right, right side, and every time I take a shower, the water hits because I have the metal in my head. I don't even know. They don't even know what kind of melon. And he's just." He told this whole thing. thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, but I was like, Carl, you got to fucking well, how, make how this his real. point was, you know, kind of like victim to victim and make it and I, yeah, I think what Howie's, like, you know, master plan was he would he would talk more. I, I felt, to be honest with you, I felt very uncomfortable saying that stuff, although it's true. Um, it, it's like, you know, I, I don't like being vulnerable. And, and you know, yeah. and, but I you know, thought like that I bear my soul to, to the guy who. But I, my, my theory was sure, yeah. that that Carl can kind of spin this like yeah. we were both sucked into this mess, and so Carl tells him all of this, and he goes, um, uh, "You got he, go, right he goes, cold red. <laughs> he goes, he goes, Carl goes, he goes. Well, let me ask you something. He goes, Do you know who shot me? And it's Ooh, down with yeah. the, with the front. and and there's all this." Um, Emotion, and Carl goes, uh, "Was it a woman?" No, well, what, yeah. Go, what, Carl goes. Well, for, Carl goes. I said, you already told. You already yeah, told. Yeah, you already Maury. told Maury that it's a woman, and you said, "Is she alive?" 
and he goes, I, he go, and he lied, and he goes, I, he goes, I, I, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think so. Like, it, but it was such you, a tell. You could tell it, that he was lying. It, 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 it was so obvious. It was like, right. don't you watch fucking TV? Don't you know? Don't you play <laughs> cards? You know, it was like, yeah. so that happens, and then I say, I go, David. I go so I go so David, you were there. Um, oh th- no, I said. I go David. I got to ask you a question. I said, did you see Carl get shot? And he just gets overcome with emotion, and oh, he's man. just like, and he looks up at Carl, and this was like, it was like, oh my god, and he just looks at Carl, and he goes yes, and Carl is choking back. And I'm like, well, I, you know, and it was, it was, it was real, real life. This was like, wow. And I was like, we're going to get an answer. We're going to get some type of yeah. answer. Wow. Yeah. And um, was that when you started throwing out names? I don't remember. Let's just keep, keep yeah. talking. Because it's, you know, I, I interrupted you before. I did ask him, um... I did ask him about the house party two blocks away, yeah. and that's he just did one of those. Um, I don't know. With, yeah, no with, way. A I, non-answer. I, 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 yeah. So yeah. that yeah. tells me that the yeah. answer was yes, but he yeah. he really didn't answer me. But um, he was also shocked that you were asking that. Yeah, I think, that was coming well, out of life. Well, How do you know? This was definitely. I mean, uh, these definitely weren't softball questions I was throwing yeah. at him, and. Um, we were going right. real light and yeah. cool and hang, and then it would go in, and it was like... And we did that a few times. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, we'd do, like, a deep dive, and it would get a little bit too heavy. Pull back a little and, bit. And, and then, you know, Howie would yeah. take over and talk about the Yankees or, you know, Co-op City or the candy store that, you know, was around it back the corner. Around to another question, yeah. right? Hey, Carl, um, when he said, yeah, the yo hairs were standing out, like, when he told you guys, yeah, it's... What were you guys like? I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking at his arms. I was looking at Carl, and I was just like, "Whoa!" Yeah, like that's because like, he's that's not like a like, holy shit. Man. He's what not the, the type of guy that looked yeah. that willingly looks you in the eye, but yeah. he looked Carl yeah. in the eye and he said yes. Wow. And he's well enough, and he's and Markowitz is well enough, yeah. as he's saying, and yeah. Carl is yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and so he's saying he's he was there. When you were shot. So, but, th- but this is how it also ended yeah. up getting. So I said, more. so you were there as a lookout. And he goes, you, you could say, you could say. I was like, wow. well, yeah. I was like, I got to ask you. I was like, how did you communicate? Did you have walkie talkies? Mm-hmm. Or a scanner. scanner. Or a scanner. Or a scanner. He goes, no, no. And he goes, no, no walkie talkies. And I was like, well, you know, like Celia Davis had seen something in your, and it was like he was confused I don't think he knew who Celia Davis was anymore. I was like, you didn't have walkie-talkies? He goes, no. I was like, but you were a lookout? And I look at Carl. I go, I go what did this guy do? Just go, caw caw <laughs> So me and Carl are fucking laughing. And Berkowitz is kind of laughing, but Confused, doesn't get, but like, doesn't yeah, really get, the, doesn't get it. Like, why are we all laughing now, huh? Like, you know, we're right. all friends again after this tense yeah. shit. And it, just, you know, as, as an aside, if... You know, for, for those of you who who have you know are familiar with the case, um, they did they did find a scanner in his apartment, a police scanner. That's true. Yeah. So, oh shit. Yeah. So when he got arrested, uh, now did he have it that night? Maybe not. But I don't know. If you're out looking to shoot somebody and you don't want to get caught, 
and you have access to a scanner, yeah. I would think you would have it with you. So it's just another indication that, I, you know, I hate to keep calling this guy a liar, but, uh, you know, he just doesn't tell the truth. I mean, wow. you know, and over, over the years, the story has, the kind of basic story has, I guess, kind of stayed the same, but he, but he changes so much stuff yeah. that, um, how do you, you know, we'll, we'll get into that in the second part of this, yeah. is, you know, the, the second visit, um, and how, um, just things, you know, from his, uh, original, um, confession to the police on what uh, August 11th of 77 to his talk with Abramson um, which a lot of people think hey this is the real deal this is Berkowitz right after the incident two right. years after the incident forget Maury Terry in I feel like the new book is Abramson part two the, my uh, my yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so um, it, there's just it, like you know, and Morty used to say this, and I'm going to repeat it again because I think it's true. Um, every time we get a, every time we get an answer, it just creates 20 more questions. Yes, and, yes it uh, does. Yeah, but so. we asked certain questions. Like I asked, um, we've all seen the photo, and I don't want to yeah. put the name out there, um, but a, a, a classmate who was a year older than him at Columbus, was um, suspected of being at part of the Untermeyer crew. Whoa. I asked him the name. I asked him I, the name. He didn't remember the name. I said, did anybody from Columbus... No, first I asked, did anybody from Columbus participate in the cult? And he was full-on, you know, talking cult. You know, and talking process. He was talking process. Um, and he said no. And Carl started naming the names that we believe were were the names of the two main women. That And he did know one. Wow. He knew of one. And he had never heard another of the names. He didn't know the second name. Right. He didn't know the second name. But when he was like... What was the name he knew, can you say? It was Wendy, right? Big, big, big-breasted yeah. Wendy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he knew Wendy. The other one, he did. He didn't, and he wasn't lying. It didn't seem like he no, was lying. Yeah. He was yeah. like, no. I mean, Taco Grady. I asked him. I was like, what? I was like, Taco Grady. Do you ever? I was like, you know, he recently died. You remember? And he was like, no, no. And so I don't know whether he can turn it on and turn it off. I don't think he can because it's so. Somebody asking about Taco Grady and. Knowing what has been reported about Taco Grady, he didn't flinch. Even if he was lying, you hear that name, you flinch. There was no tell. There was no tell. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And and I, I you know, in defense of uh, Berkowitz, I mean, I've been involved, you know, since since I was shot in '77, so 47 years. '76. '76. Yeah. And and I, you know. I, I've forgotten things. And, of course. You know, just like I said uh, in the beginning of this, you know, just talking to Howie a couple of weeks ago about our first visit, there was, um, you know, a couple of stories that I just totally forgot. Um, and I'm sure we're still forgetting stuff because we, we were there for three and a half hours. That wow. I know for sure. Right. And wow. I, um, we, I don't know, maybe you have some more stories, but I, I'm pretty much done with I, telling you what happened. I think that yeah. where I... Well, I looked at this. Well, I had asked him about 
his relatives, he has no contact oh, right, with right, any right. of them. He's like, well, I had some, um, he's like, I burnt every bridge. He was like, they stood by me originally. He's like, and I burnt the bridge. It was yeah. me who pushed them away. Um, he says that he was talking about having some cousins um, that want nothing to do with him. Because I was asking him about, maybe one of the viewers will remember, there was a newscaster in Florida who did a story about 10 years ago. It was right around the time of Casey's film. Yeah. Because was, was, that was anniversary time. Yeah, yeah. Where she was like, my father's cousin is David Berkowitz's cousin. And she was like a 25-year-old. Right. And I was like, there was a... a um, um, a, a news anchor who was related, and he had no knowledge no of that. He didn't even yeah. know. So, you know, with him, it's like he's got these families. You know, he's got the sister. He's got that stepsister who just—they all vanished. But he's also got, I think, three half brothers from Kleinman. Wow. Who we've never heard yeah. about. Yeah, they I don't know if he never even tried to reach out to those. I, I don't, you know. Well, I know that I mean, he the must sister, be aware of it. The sister was in touch with them. The sister was had some type of relationship with Kleinman's kids. Oh, okay. They're probably aware, but just don't want anything to do. I'm yeah, sure. well, I, I mean, his so, own. You know, right, it's, let's um, stop it here and get ready you to wanna do another part. We're going to do another part. Right. Stop right, it let here. Let me change my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Before, before, before we before we uh, we end this first part, and we're going to talk about a lot more in the second part, I'm going to give a little plug to Carl's book right here. Hey. Okay. The Son of Sam and Me, The Truth About Why I Wasn't Shot by David Berkowitz by Carl DeNaro with help from Brian Whitney. Okay. Buy this book. It's on Amazon. Uh, despite what people say, you've got how many, how many left? 26. 26 copies I have 26 left. copies left, okay, so... so anyone, it's, it's selling fairly well. Yeah, if anyone wants a, a, yeah. a sign, just uh, contact me via private message or email. Facebook and uh, call yeah. me on Facebook, and he'll sign it for you and send it to you. I have, but, I'll have it up in the credits and stuff, you know, like... A, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put it in the links. And the link. All right, so... Thank you for watching uh, this first part of our uh, Tying Up Loose Ends episode of the Son of Sam Chronicles. And we'll be back next week with a new episode.